welcome to Strategic Insights Radio, brought to you by Sterling Rose Consulting Corp. If your dream is to start a business or nonprofit or grow your existing business, then Sterling Rose Consulting Corp. is ready to help you make it happen. Our business marketing and technology consulting services gets you started with financial projections, management consulting, business planning, accounting, and taxes, developing marketing plans and implementing them, growing your market through branding, website development, and social media management, increasing productivity with process improvement and automation, and selecting and using the right technology with our business technology strategy consulting I'm your host, Mike Salmon, alongside the CEO of Sterling Rose, and that is Jennifer Roos. And today I know you want to start the year off by talking about branding and rebranding. Yes. So one of the biggest things for businesses is your brand. Right? That's how people know you. That's how people understand you. That's how you get in front of an audience. That's how you're remembered. So there is a great deal of importance around that brand and building the brand for you. Because it's not about a person within a business but it's about what the business represents. So the name of your company and a logo, that's not branding. That's just a I name. I mean, it is. No, that is part uh, of the branding, but, right? But you can't just have a name and then a logo and say, I'm branded. No, <laughs> but you do need that. And you need to make sure that that brand represents something. And in doing that, like the best brands out there, right? If you got a Tiffany's box, any woman gets a Tiffany's box. That You see that blue box coming at you. You know it's a Tiffany's box. And you know it's something you want. You see someone come in and they're wearing specific colors like a blue and yellow, a bright blue and yellow. You think they're Best Buy right off the bat. You look at someone, you know, from an Amazon, the pictures of Amazon or even Business Radio X. I mean, it's black and red. You know, they see that that red X, you know who it is. You work with companies all the time on branding and, and rebranding. Is it expensive to brand your company or organization? It takes time, and yes, it's expensive. And it, it doesn't have to be necessarily, but it has to be consistent. So you can't have one thing have one look and feel, and then the next item, whether it be your social media, your viral marketing, or even a document or a cup or a shirt, it can't have different colors. It can't have a different slogan on it. It can't have a different, even a different text size has to be completely consistent through everything you do because with branding and yes you have to rebrand after a number of years my company is coming up to that point where this year we are rebranding it's still sterling rose consulting corp but we're going to have a fresh new look i'm keeping the colors because everyone knows when somebody walks in with a purple tie and, <laughs> and a black and purple shirt for a woman it's sterling rose the even the people who walk in with purple ties by accident get believe that they are sterling rose by accident people have been approached by that but people associate the colors with my brand. Now I'm, I'm keeping the rose, but I've got to rebrand and just a fresher look because when I originally branded the company was almost a decade ago. So it's time for a new fresh look. And what that does, I mean, rebranding, yes, can be very expensive and you have to do it systematically. But what it also allows you to do is connect with a new audience and even some of your old audience that maybe fell through the cracks somewhere. And you get to really set yourself apart from your current competitors because it's a big splash. It's a good PR opportunity. It's an opportunity to get out there and say, hey, I'm still here. I'm still with the times. I'm doing this and see, this is something I can do for you too, at least in my business. When you rebrand and you're talking about rebranding your company right now, mm -hmm. you still are keeping some remnants of the old brand. 
mm-hmm. but you're, you're you're modernizing you're bringing in some new stuff how long does it take to rebrand and you know so the old idea is, is gone and now everyone now sees the new one well we started actually um started pieces of it for, for the last six months actually and it's going to take another good six months to to finalize the branding change what about a company that just changes everything if let's say you just changed all your your colors you changed the maybe not the name because you can't change the name but you change the colors you change the logo is that a bad idea that is a very bad idea it actually doing that and doing it all at once too is not good for you your employees or your clients or vendors because number one your employees are going to walk into a situation where they're going to be looked at as if they didn't they never existed before no one's going to recognize them no one's going to associate them to anything it's going to be starting from scratch and it's going to actually embarrass your employees unless you want to get away from that True. for some weird reason yeah but i mean like, you know new coke we had nothing to do with new coke <laughs> yeah except that it still had coke right I know. so the brand was there yes there are issues with every company no one's going to like everything that you do and you are going to have missteps as a business that's the way it works there's always going to be times where things just aren't exactly the perfect solution or the perfect way that you wanted it or envisioned it that's why you consistently make those changes with your business throughout the operations and and you take responsibility for the things that don't work out and you fix them and do the best you can next but the reality is that there's a reliability that's built and there is a there has to be a consistency built around a brand and it's not as simple as putting a logo out there on something it's putting a logo out there putting the press behind it putting the social media behind it putting it's a tiered marketing approach it's the it's every single person who works for the company representing it and pitching about it wearing the clothes and the colors of it explaining what it is it's everything from the cups t-shirts name even what you say when you answer the phone it's your brand and that consistency across all mediums you know nowadays it's all social media viral marketing and things like that but that's not the case any business will tell you that it is a tiered marketing approach it has to be all the current marketing or the buzzwords yes you have to cover all your buzzwords but you also have to do the simple stuff you have to be in a magazine <laughs> You have to get yourself out there in print. You've got to give giveaways. You got to show up at social networking events. You got to go to chambers. You've got to make yourself visible and you have to talk to people and have those and make it compelling enough for those people to talk about you and your brand. It's an ongoing process. You can't go, oh, I branded myself yesterday. I won't worry about it this week. You're always branding yourself. Always, always branding yourself and you're always representing your business. No matter where you are, what you're saying, what you're doing. That's why you, you always have business cards. I know people are like, oh, business cards are out. That's not true. Yes, you can have V cards and all that and make sure you have that. But I'm telling you, everyone collects business cards still. So have it branded and have it with you. Because it could be the strangest places that you meet someone and end up having to start a relationship or a business opportunity. You could be at a golf club, sure. Or you could be at a restaurant at someone's birthday party. You could be at a bowling alley. And something comes up. You, you can be anywhere and actually, I mean, you can be fixing your car and end up having a, an opportunity of someone standing next to you or sitting next to you. I mean, one of the best places is sitting next to someone in an airplane and strike up the conversation because your brand, and if your brand is consistently used and visible through all different mediums, there's a good chance that person might even know who you are because of your brand. They may not personally know you, but they know your company. 
They've heard of you. And that's where that consistency of the brand comes in. And with rebranding, yes, some companies go all out and go crazy and rebrand everything. And they better do one hell of a PR job to notify every single person they've done business with and intend to do business with that they're changing that brand before it happens. You're listening to Jennifer Roos. She's the CEO and president of Sterling Rose Consulting Corp. And this is Strategic Insights Radio. We're talking about branding and rebranding. This is something that your company does for all, a lot of your clients. Yes, we do. So let's talk about that. I'm a, a new client of yours, and I come to you, and I say, Jennifer, I need to brand my business. Where do you even start? Well, the first thing I want to know is why did you get into business? What's your reason? What's your vision? Why did you do it? I want to understand what's compelling you to be a part of that business because that's going to help me understand what to even help you name the business if there's no name because some of my clients come with no name. It helps me understand what the look and feel of the entire look and feel of the business should be because the look and feel is not just the logo and the name of the, the company. It's also what colors are your business? What colors are the walls in your business? What kind of things are going out there on social media? What are you trying to portray? So the first really big question is, why are you doing this? So there's a lot of thought that goes into this. It's just not a matter of picking a, a logo and a color and, yeah, I'll go with that. You, you need to put some thought into this. Yes, a lot of people just come up with a name. Great. Those names, and some do work, some don't. It is the way it is. But the ones that really put some thought behind why their name is there or why they chose that name, there's a story. And that story becomes compelling and a part of the story of your business. And that's a great way to start your sales pitch for your business. So admittedly, the story, my story was a lot better in the past than it is now. And that's only because it, the reason that we started, you know, I started this business with my ex-husband at the time we were married. And we started the business together and it was started on Valentine's Day. And the business was actually named after my favorite flower. That was the story behind my company. My ex-husband named it after my favorite things. So there's different kinds of reasons why you do different things. And the reason that he did that was because this business was something that I love to do. I love helping smaller businesses and even larger ones actually fulfill their dreams and make it and succeed. What are some of the mistakes that maybe you have seen when it comes to companies trying to brand themselves? And what are some of the, the nots? These are things you should not do when you're trying to brand yourself. So... Uh, one of the big things you should not do is, as I said, have different branding on different medians. So be in other cons words, be consistent. Oh, yes. It is all about consistency. I have been to companies where because it didn't fit on a page, they changed the brand or it's a different color. All of a sudden, the whole logo is a different color on something else or a different font or they shortened the name or it's a different slogan. Nobody knows what you're talking about if it's all over the place. Mm-hmm. So that's a, that's a big no-no. Another is actually only having specific branding for one specific place. So you can only find it in one place. Like, it's only on social media. Diversify, just, just like investing. Just like investing. And remember, uh, the other issue that I've seen is you don't know your audience. So when you're looking at your brand, yes, you need to brand for your story and what's important to you, but you also have to understand who you are targeting from a marketing standpoint are targeting a senior citizen for instance do not put the text of your brand so small they can't read it good point i've seen that happen i've also seen where someone's going after the younger millennial and z crowd and they have no social platform at all 
and their brand is can be found nowhere on the internet. Yeah, it's not going to happen. Understand your audience and understand what's compelling to them so that you can brand in the right places. Yes, you have to brand across the, the board, but you can focus a good portion of your money, though, your monetary focus and your marketing budget and your branding budget towards the specific areas that specifically target the market that fits your business. So before you even start with a branding opportunity, understand who you are trying to sell to. Because that's a big part. If you don't know who you're selling to, then that's the way it goes. I mean, it, you may again, not be in business very long. Well, that and you have that field of dreams, right? I'll build it and they will come. No, it does not work that way. <laughs> it really does not work that way. Yes, you, you can build it, but know who you're building it for and what they perceive it as. Because a lot of times when you do something, like whether it's a product, service, a brand, whatever it is, you build it under your image or what you think people think it is. Go out there and ask people. You know, send it out there across social media and say, hey, what do you think of this? Get feedback. Because I'm telling you, a lot of times you'll think it is a bird and someone else thinks a cow. Mm. So <laughs> you're going to need to know what the perception from the outside is, not just what you think it is. That goes back to what you said earlier about taking your time and doing it right because it would be a lot more expensive to go out there and have to change it after you've launched a new brand and then you realized you made a mistake. Let's take your time and do it right the first time. Well, that and you keep changing your brand over and over, that inconsistency is going to damage your business for good. Just continually changing it over and over again. Clients and, won't know what to do. Vendors don't, won't. Don't change it just for the sake of changing it. No. But, but you do see a lot of companies these days, Jennifer, that are, we need to update our logo. It's still, you know, there's, it still looks like it's from the 80s. No, updating. That's why I'm doing it, too. You update, but you're not changing everything. You don't change the color, necessarily. But if you do change the color, there's something else, some other aspect that's been so defined by you that never changes. That's why I said the colors of mine are never going to change. That rose is never going to change. But the look and feel of it will because, again... It's 10 years old. It's outdated. How does a company know that maybe it's time to rebrand? Well, one thing is your customers will tell you. That's, <laughs> that's a good one. In other words, if sales are dropping or? Sales are dropping, visibility is going down. That's, a, you know, you want to boost that way. The second is literally they tell you. Like, <laughs> hey, you might want to think about updating your brand a little. It's a little old. Seriously, some customers will do that. Also, it's always a good thing after every like five or 10 years to revisit your brand anyway, in it, especially every 10 years and say, Hey, you know, I kind of want to refresh kind of a new look and feel something that just makes it pop more and technology changes, colors change, imagery changes. You want to make sure you stay with the times and a good five, five to 10 years each time is a good way to look at it. Because again, branding is, it can be extremely expensive because Everything you have, like take your place for instance, right? You have cups that are branded to you. You have shirts that are branded. You have wraps on your vehicles that are branded. You have mics that are branded. All of that's got to change. And that's a cost. Not to mention every piece of paper that you have, every card that you have, every social media, website, everything that's out there has to change. When you talk to companies, the ones that you work with, and you say, hey, we need to consider rebranding. Mm-hmm. Do you get a lot of pushback? People don't like change. Do you get a lot of pushback when you recommend a rebrand? Well, if they're coming for me for the purpose of rebranding anyway, or just the brand itself, 
the chances are that their sales are already, already know, know yeah. that it's headed that way, uh, especially because they're seeing dips in their sales and dips in their audience. And a lot of that is because they're very targeted audiences and usually age-wise or income-based. And those income and ages have changed. And they're moving on to either more sophisticated or less sophisticated. So you need to go with, again, knowing who your target markets are and understanding what they they can both relate to and also what they don't feel embarrassed by, to be honest. Because there are definitely some names of companies and some pictures and logos that when you get to a certain age, you're just never, ever going to sport again. So it's understanding who that target is and updating it to fit whichever target market you're going to move into. Also, just like my company, right, on yours for that matter, we get to a point where when you first start out, you have a vision of what you're going to be providing from a product and service standpoint. And sometimes it's a lot of things, sometimes it's a few things, but your vision, it's changed by what your customers bring to the table and what's asked of you over the years. So you morph your services and your products to fit the marketplace and the target markets and the changes in your goals and visions that you have. Your brand is the same thing as a product and service around it. You need to follow that same idea. It doesn't necessarily mean you have the same vision and goal that you started out with. You now have a much more defined business because you know what the clients want and what the vendors want. And so you can morph your brand to assimilate to that too. I think we all know who are the good brands out there. They do a really good job of branding their company. A lot of the big names out there. I'm going to put you on the spot <laughs> and ask you, can you maybe give us some examples of some companies out, out there that just, they're not doing a good job branding their companies. They oh. ought to consider a change. <laughs> maybe they ought to give Sterling Rose a call. <laughs> I can tell you some of the ones that are, are very good at it, which we all know, right? Okay. You got the Tiffany's, the Best Buy's, the Amazon's. One ironically, which was a very expensive rebrand and no one ever understood to be very honest was lucent when they did their rebrand in the technology space it looked like a coffee stain and never understood it <laughs> it was also done in a color that didn't make any sense for what they did because you got to understand they worked very heavy on the asian marketplace and it was red which was not a color you do for the asian market space so that would be one that i would say but again it's a company that had a downfall yeah if you can look at a, a, a logo and a name and know exactly kind of what they do and it makes you feel a certain way that that's good but i i mean i'm not again not to badmouth but, anybody but i've seen some out there where i look at it and i gotta look at it twice and i'm still not sure what it is okay so for starters that's not the case so there are some great logos out there that mean absolutely nothing to you and actually made up words google who in the world is a google like but the branding is so good that it didn't matter that nobody knew what it, stand it stood for, right? The same thing goes for Motorola. So you could have a bad name and a bad logo, but if you're, you know, if you're doing good branding... It is not a bad logo or bad brand if you're doing the right things with it. It doesn't have to mean anything to, uh, to the, the general public. It just has to mean something to the person who created it. But the joke is, yeah, I mean, one of the best brands out there is Nike, right? You don't even have to see the word Nike. You just see that swish, swoosh. and it, you know it's Nike. Or the swoosh, yes, it's the called. swoosh. Yes, but you know it's Nike. The swoosh, <laughs> the golden arches. Exactly, the, like the golden arches. That's another big one. But everything around the place, the look, the feel is all consistent. Yeah. Around the clothes that, and the uniforms that the people wear, around the signage that is used. 
the colors don't change. Every piece of advertisement, whether it be a banner, a piece of paper, a social media post, whatever it is, always has the brand going. Always in the same colors. So, that, I mean, again, it's that consistency. So it doesn't matter if it makes sense. Because, I mean, who whoever thought Motorola in a phone? Really? It sounds like it should be a motor <laughs> from an engine. Mm-hmm. Not a cell phone. Nokia. Okay. Well, you look at, like, Mitsubishi. They do cars. They do air conditioners. They do same, everything. Same with Kyocera, right? Actually, most people don't even say that name right. But it's... <laughs> But they do everything from knives to cell phones. But the joke is, for them, I said most of us don't understand why it was called that, but later you find out that it's Kyoto Ceramics put together. Ah, well, I'm <laughs> one that's been saying it wrong for a long time. <laughs> Again, it, you still know the brand when you see it. You know the quality. Because the brand doesn't just remind you of who the company is. It, it comes with, is it quality or not? You see a brand and you know okay, I'm going to pick that or I'm not going to pick that. You look at Tide, you know, in the shopping center and you're like, okay, I know I'm going to buy Tide. You look at a different brand that maybe you didn't know the name of, a brand new one out there, you're not going to pick it just because you don't know it. Mm -hmm. Even if they're better or priced better and better, you still don't choose it because you don't know the brand. You're not comfortable with that. That's where it becomes a little bit interesting. Now, some of the some companies have broached that a little bit, but they still put a brand name behind it, right? So like Kroger brand, the, they're taking all these smaller new brands out there and just sticking Kroger on top of it and saying, like this other brand, <laughs> the same thing with Aldi's. They do the same thing. They take all these smaller, less known brands and they stick their big brand name on it. Right. The big name that makes you feel good that you're familiar with. Exactly. All right. And then you try the product, and sometimes it is better. Sometimes it's comparable to what you're used to using, but for a lesser price. Gotcha. But again, because that that smaller brand isn't known, you wouldn't buy it otherwise. You're listening to Strategic Insights Radio here on Kroger Business Radio (laughs) X. See what I did there? I saw. As we get ready to wrap things up, we're talking about branding and rebranding. What are some other messages you want people to know when it comes to branding and rebranding? Color is 80% of it. Honestly, having consistency with the colors within that is is key. 50% of people follow one to four brands on social media. Not just social media sites, but literally entire brands. 26% only do like 5 to 9%. 52% of consumers expect, expect brands to know when the right moment are to communicate with them. So again, that's going back to understand your target market, who you are trying to sell to understand who your competitors are and when they're going to launch different things because you want to be in the forefront of your marketplace and stay consistent so branding very very important no question about it It can make or break your business it truly can it'll boost your bottom line or take it down for you Well, Jennifer, for those that would like to reach out to you and and maybe have a discussion about branding, because this is something, as we've talked about, that your company works with other companies for uh, about, uh, how can they find out more information about you and reach out to you? You can give me a call at 470-202-8659, or you can reach out via email at info at sterlingroseconsultingcorp.com. And you can also look at our new website that's coming out on Monday, uh, which will be sterlingroseconsultingcorp.com. And you can check out some of our new branding. Looking forward to it. Thank you very much. 
Thanks so much. Jennifer Roos, the CEO, President of Sterling Rose Consulting Corp. And a reminder that this is Strategic Insights Radio, and you can catch it anytime by going to businessradiox.com, selecting the Gwinnett Studio, and then clicking on Strategic Insights Radio. Until next time, for Jennifer, I'm Mike, and we'll see you next time here on Business Radio X. Thank you.